Hi guys, it's Carly. And this is Jade. Welcome to Mommy's Tell All. Today we're going to talk with the president of Destination Maternity, Marla Ryan. Jade, how's it uh, going over there? <sighs> You're doing some funky dance moves. I was, doing, well, I was jamming out to. Oh, I watching? was jamming out to our music, intro music. Yes, <laughs> I like that intro music. It's a good little pick me up. It's fun. Um, what have I been up to? Gosh. Uh, <laughs> do you know what I mean? I guess I'm just laughing because. I feel like I have been in a constant state of like trying to keep my kids alive and trying to watch the news and trying to like keep calm. Does that make sense? Yes. <laughs> There's a lot happening in the world. It's hard to be on top of all of it. Yes. I feel like we all, we all are just very overwhelmed. 2020 has just really come at us, but there's so many like good things happening too at the same time. So I like, you have to try to focus on the things that are going to be good. 2020 yes. still can turn around this year. There's still how many months left? 2020 can still turn around. Um, Did you see, I'm trying, I wish I, I'm trying to look it up right now that a lot of people have posted that was like, what if 2020, it's like a year of learning and a year of like opening up beauty. You know, we've all sat here and been like, oh my gosh, 2020 sucks. But it's actually like a time of like restructuring and making things beautiful and breaking open new opportunities for people and new ways of thinking. And like, if we would just think about it in the positive instead of the negative, so much better would come from that. I do believe that. I do believe that from all of this, there's going to be a lot of transformation, especially. Yeah. I do believe on a human level, there will be a lot of transformation. I know there's like a lot that maybe has to happen systemically. That's going to take yes. a lot of work and a lot of time. But I, I really do believe that it's kind of that saying of the phoenix rising from the ashes. And I really do feel like there can be some sort of metamorphosis as humanity from this, because I feel like more than ever, we're all really listening to each other. Yeah, I agree. I just found it. It's from Leslie Dwight. It says, what if 2020 isn't canceled? What if 2020 is a year we've been waiting for? A year so uncomfortable, so painful, so scary, so raw that it finally forces us to grow. A year that screams so loud, finally awakening us from our ignorant slumber. A year we finally accept the need of change, declare change, work change, become the change. A year we finally band together instead of pushing each other apart. 2020 isn't canceled, but yeah, rather the most important year of them all. I like that. It reminds me of like, remember we used to do our like affirmations. Yeah. It was like a really good 2020 affirmation of positivity instead of, I feel like every week we kind of come on and we're like, ah, <laughs> and today I was like, okay, let me rethink this. Let me flip the switch. Let me flip the light on instead of completely turning myself into the darkness every week. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's also complicated, but yes, I do. I do know what you mean. I have another positive that's come this week as well. Let's hear it. Let's hear it. Charlie is finally sleeping through the night. That's amazing. That is, I mean, I know there's so many babies out there that are still like 18 months and don't sleep through the night. So I don't want to like say like anything about it, like to those mamas, but like it is such a game changer when you are able it to finally get some sleep. And 
it's given me like back time with Evan at night where right when Charlie used to go down, I would go down because like mm-hmm. that was the time I had to sleep. And now I can stay up and like watch a TV show with him and spend some time and not be so stressed out that I'm not going to sleep. And Charlie sometimes wakes up for a bottle like once a night, but I usually just stick a passy back in his mouth if he starts like making noise and he just goes right back to sleep. But I feel better. I feel like I have more time with Evan. I feel like Charlie feels better. It's just, it's really nice. It's so nice. But I was, it was really stressful though, because I was actually talking to my best friend, Heather, about his sleeping habits. And she's like, just put a passy in his mouth. I was like, he sleeps on his stomach. I'm so scared. And she's like, I promise I'll be okay. Like he's really strong. Like he can sit up by himself now and stay there. And she's like, he's really strong. He'll be fine. I was like, okay, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to start with naps. She's like, okay. So I like started with a nap and he went right back to sleep and he was fine. And then I started doing like the Ferber method or whatever. Yeah. You lay him down for like five minutes and then you put a passy in or come touch their back. Then you come in in 10 minutes if they're crying or whatever. And I did that for like a week, maybe a week and a half. And it, I mean, it just totally changed everything. And he was never upset enough. He was never screaming. If he was screaming, it would be different. Maybe he was hungry and I hadn't fed him enough or something. But that is a positive right now for me in my life. That's huge. It's funny how things go in cycles because I'm back to where you are or were, where I am going to bed when the kids go to bed. You know, (laughs) you deserve to. Well, Tanner and I, we used to do that. We used to have our time when the kids would go down and we would like watch our favorite shows together or just have a conversation or just and just hang out. And it was our adult time and just being able to like reconnect and being pregnant. If I don't go to bed when the kids go to bed, I am just feeling like but like just terrible, tired, groggy, no energy, headaches, everything the next morning. Mm. So I've been going to sleep so early, but it's, it's just that you have to kind of listen to your body and you have to know what your body needs. And it's just, I have to right now. And I'm, and it's sad because I miss that time with Tanner. Right. Yeah. It's so funny. We are. We're like, we flip-flopped each other. Well, I just think that's motherhood in general. When you start having like multiple children, it's just, here we go again. Like, here's the cycle. And right. Yeah. Yeah. It was funny that last night you were talking about like our kids growing up. And I did have a moment last night. Charlie's sitting up by himself now. And you're like, oh, you know, like it's, it's sad when our kids start growing up or whatever. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is one of those milestone moments where I'm like, I'm never going to experience the kid who can't sit up any again. Mm-hmm. Because I don't want, we're not trying to have any more kids. So I'm never going to experience the first sitting up. I kind of got like a little bit sad about it. And I was like, no, like, but this is what we want. This is right for our family. But I kind of got a little bit sad about it. I feel that's totally normal. If that's completely valid. The lasts I think are sometimes more emotional for us than the firsts yeah totally it's so interesting yeah that's how I felt with when I weaned when I weaned you know the last like breast breastfeed mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so emotional because you know it's the end of it but and you know that it means that they are growing up and they are like it's, right. Ugh. But it's it's like a proud moment at the same time because you know your children are growing up and they're like blossoming and developing and right. you get to experience all the new news with them that are coming, but it's still the last of something that's so emotional. 
just a little littlest thing sometimes that just gets you like right in the heart you're like oh yeah but i'm i'm also really excited to talk to uh, marla today because i have so many questions about postpartum wear still for my body i have questions about maternity like what's the new styles of maternity wear for you what to do with like the sagging boobies after you have babies <laughs> what to do with the big boobies when you're breastfeeding I don't know she yeah she has a lot to say so okay well let's take a quick break and we'll get Marla from our virtual green room Marla how are you doing I am well how are you we're, you know, every day is a new day over here, I guess. <laughs> um, never know. You never know. So Marla, you are the president of Destination Maternity and the managing director of Motherhood Maternity and a Pee in the Pod, which both of those brands, while I was pregnant, I know while Jade was pregnant too. Well, well, I'm currently pregnant. pregnant again, but <laughs> have saved our lives. <laughs> well, that is we, great to hear. Yes. Y'all, seriously, you guys have the cutest clothes. So you can actually look like a normal human while being pregnant. <laughs> I, I think nice. my favorite thing that I've worn that I still have them from like when my daughter was born, she's th almost three now, is the, the motherhood nursing tanks because they're actually still kind of cute that you can wear them and you look somewhat put together, but they're very functional and comfortable. And, and those have always been like a lifesaver. Throughout all my, well, I wore them when I was pregnant too, but afterwards as well. Well, that's great to hear. I mean, that is, you know, that is a big piece of what we're trying to do um, since I came to the company was behaviors have changed and what you spend your disposable income has changed. And the days of going out and buying an entire new wardrobe while you're pregnant are really sort of long gone. And we love um, the sort of before, during and afters concept. So it's nice to hear you say that. That's, you know, what we intend with some of our products. You know, they're not just for when you're pregnant or just when you're nursing, you could continue to keep wearing them. Yeah. They're great to hear. I definitely wear them. To, I wear them like they're great lounge wear around the house too. I love them. I mean, I feel like I postpartum wear is still like maternity wear has just turned into my postpartum wear forever. I'm just going to be postpartum forever and <laughs> wear baggy clothes. <laughs> it's so comfortable. Why would you not? How did you, how did you get started uh, with working with Destination Maternity? Were you, were you always in fashion? Like how did you get over to like our mommy world? Sure. So I, um, I've been in specialty retail my whole entire career. Uh, I have, I started off at the gap in their training program. And most recently, prior to coming to destination maternity, I was at Land's End for nine years uh, in mm. a couple of different roles running retail. And then I was the SVP of global merchandising, but really wanted to understand having been at Land's End for nine years, which is mostly focused on, you know, say 50 plus customers. I wanted to kind of understand what was going on in the world and wanted to understand some of the trends and behaviors and you know, did a lot of seminars and podcasts and things like that. And so I really came to the company with a lot of knowledge that the world had changed and that women who were becoming pregnant were thinking about their pregnancy differently. There was a lot more concern about wellness, wellness for the baby, wellness for them, how to juggle 
being in the workplace and then also being pregnant or after having the baby going back to work and being a mommy. And, you know, 70% of most women are going back to work. And those were numbers that were really different. And I think the company was a little bit stuck in a time warp. So when I came in, met the team, great team, great company, very iconic, great brand awareness, but had kind of been sort of forgotten about the core values of product, place, innovation. There was a lot of focus on financials and whether the company was making money or not. And since the founders had left, really not a focus on, you know, what what we really do. And what we do is we sell product and we provide solutions. And so it was an amazing opportunity to take the helm of the company. And then as we were sold in December, um, I stayed on and I'm now continuing as the president of Destination Maternity under Marquee Brands, which bought the company. What is your biggest seller when it comes to like maternity wear? So uh, our number one item, and it's really funny because we were having a buy review today uh, talking about upside for the balance of the year. And uh, it's our nursing bra, um, our seamless nursing bra. Uh, And, you know, the name is probably a little bit uh, misleading. We actually sell our seamless bra throughout all the trimesters of pregnancy and then obviously after in postpartum. But it is an incredible bra. It, It like the name, it is seamless. It doesn't have an underwire. It has the clip down feature. It is just so incredibly comfortable. We go through a tremendous amount of testing and fitting for any product that we bring to the table. And this has been around for five years. It's won uh, over 500. We have over 500 reviews. It's won five awards for uh, Best Bra. Uh, It's really something that we encourage people to do because one of the challenges when you become pregnant is what happens with your breast tissue. And it grows pretty rapidly and, and fairly early on, you notice that your breast size is changing. And your breast density is actually 35% heavier when you, your breast tissue is 35% heavier when you are pregnant than when you're not. And most women don't have the right bra size or the right, the right fit to start with. And then you add being pregnant on top of it. Um, and it's really something that we have found. Um, we've been able to provide a great solution and we have many bras, but the seamless is our number one. Uh, it's our, it's our rock star, if you will, of our assortment. And, um, we, we really want to get as many women possible into our seamless bra. So that's one of our campaign goals this year is we're getting, uh, making our way through the year. Do you have, I don't even know if this is a thing or if this is not a thing. I could have just read this somewhere. I have no idea, but there's like wired versus non-wired bras for like nursing, right? Do you guys have both or is there like a good or a bad is wired out because wired is, I heard bad things wired about is wired. terrible no way wired. Okay, why but why is wired bad oh because it's uncomfortable she said theirs is wireless right it's seamless yes yeah. so we have we have all we have seamless we also have wireless so the way that the bra is actually constructed there's a, a band underneath the bust and it provides a medium level of support without a wire but the cup is framed so gotcha gotcha you have some sort of shape and that's that's important if you're large busted 
Uh, and then we also have wire. And, you know, it just depends on your breast size, what you're most comfortable with, what you feel will be your best fit. And so one of the things that we try to do on the site is to really provide the customers with as much information as possible so that they can make the best choice. We give direction on how you should be measuring yourself for a bra. We have suggestions that, you know, you more than likely need at least two to three different sizes as you go through your pregnancy. And then obviously after you've had the baby and you're nursing and you stop nursing, it's possible, you know, you might need some other sizes as well, but um, we have quite a diverse assortment of bras. And um, we like to think that we, we have most of the, the needs covered. That's awesome. I personally like wires are out the door like for the rest of my life <laughs> after I after I realized like wireless what a wireless bra feels like but I also I feel like I've heard somewhere that I don't know don't quote me but I feel like obviously some women who have bigger busts are going to need the wires but that wires in a bra can affect your milk production but I don't know maybe that's not true um I there, there's definitely some data out there that would tell you that um, some women have experienced duck issues from the underwires. Um, but it, I think for many, it's just, it's just irritation more than anything else. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you need a good bra because if you aren't supporting those boobs, your back hurts so bad. <laughs> and your my boobs got the exactly. size of like small, I'm, I'm like a B right now. And my boobs got, I mean, they're huge when I've, first had my son and they were like small watermelons. I mean, they were so incredibly heavy. And if I hadn't had a good bra, like I would have just been like crumbling over on the floor. They just would have taken me down, (laughs) (laughs) but I had extreme back pain. It was crazy. And then you have to sleep in your bras because your boobs are leaking and you have to put the pads in there. And so, yeah, it's definitely important. Bras are very important comfortable one for sure. It is. And, and we do, you know, we, we sell, um, pads that you can put into the bras. We also have a sleep wrap bra, which is made of a really beautiful soft cotton that and it can just be pulled over so that <laughs> when you're, when you're laying in bed in the middle of the night and you have to nurse, you don't have to start taking things off. Um, you know, we, we're so fortunate. We have a young employee base and a lot of the employees are women. They are um, in that sort of childbearing age range. And so we've had a lot of mom focus groups, if you will, internally, and they are our testers. So whenever we're bringing something new to the table for the customers, we are wear testing internally and we get their real-time feedback um, when they're pregnant and how it feels and if it's uncomfortable and if it's, you know, needs to be adjusted. So it's, it's really great to have them um, as our uh, sort of focus group. That's really awesome. So you know that it's done by people who are actually going to wear it. Know if the fit is right or not. Correct. We don't we don't just fit yeah. on a we don't just fit on a mannequin. Obviously, you know, we, we definitely have that as one part of our process, but before we go into production on anything that's new, we go through a pretty extensive test period um, where we do anywhere from two to three test runs. So the first one will come in, we'll have everybody wear them. We like them to wear them for at least two weeks on and off to give us their feedback because, you know, each day you might have different 
issues. Um, and then from there, you know, we typically are, fun, are funneling comments back to our vendor base. And then we have a second, you know, size run and one, we get it, but we don't, we don't rush it because we know how important it is. And we really view ourselves as solution advocates. And I think it's, you know, it's how the company started way back when Rebecca Mathias was an architect and she was pregnant and she was in a professional environment and couldn't find appropriate professional maternity wear. And her and her husband decided to start this company. And one of the things that I was very fortunate enough to do when I first got here was I had lunch with Rebecca and she hadn't been in the business for 10 years. And she was so gracious to meet with me for lunch. And you know, I was able to pick her brain and ask her tons of questions and, um, you know, really understand the value that her and her husband um, wanted to be able to bring to the customer. And so it's something that I feel very passionate about. And we've championed since I walked in the door was, you know, innovation really sort of set this company apart. We are not just an apparel company that does maternity. We are a maternity company 24-7. And we think of ourselves as solution experts. That is our job and our role is to provide whatever the solution may be that you need throughout your pregnancy and beyond. Marla, I want to talk to you too. You have a social-based movement to reach expecting women and new moms navigating through the pregnancy journey during this extraordinary time. It's called The Juggle is Real. And I would just love for you to share about that. Sure. As we were preparing to work from home and, you know, we thought, oh, maybe we'll be at this for two weeks. And as we rolled into the middle of April, I said to my creative director, Melissa, I was like, so I don't think we're going anywhere anytime soon. And she said, no, I agree with you. And we said, okay, you know, it feels like we should be doing something for our community base. And there was so much fear, I think, in the beginning and unknown. And we felt like there was a huge opportunity for us to be uh, a pillar for our community and for them to have a solid place to go on any given day. And so we started putting some things out on our social channel, um, whether it be our Facebook page or Instagram page. And then we got some amazing, amazing engagement and reaction from, from moms-to-be and even moms who said, this is fantastic. You know, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do. I, I'm so worried and scared. And then as we were talking about this internally, we realized that we had three pregnant moms um, at all different stages of their pregnancy. And so we sort of used them as our baseline and said, guys, what are the things that are bothering you? And so they came up with all kinds of things from what do I do if I can't go to my doctor's appointment? And now they're telling me it's a virtual appointment. I get it. But if I'm going to have to have a virtual appointment the entire time until I get pregnant, what will happen? Will something go wrong? Um, somebody else, you know, was very concerned in the beginning. There was a thought that partners weren't going to be allowed into the hospital. And she was quite upset because she thought, wow, my partner's been with me throughout this whole journey. And now, you know, they can't come to the hospital and I am going to have to go through this alone. We had people who had fears of, you know, what happens if I get COVID and I'm pregnant? Will something happen to the baby? Uh, we had other people who asked questions about, you know, what if I want to do a home birth? What would that entail? I never thought about it, but going to the hospital is too frightening for me. I'm worried I'll get there. Will I be exposed to something that, you know, I just don't want to expose myself for the baby to. 
we had all these different sort of, you know, conversations, if you will, about the what ifs. And the idea was to pull it all together. And as we were doing all of our conference calls, Zoom, Skype, all of them, um, you know, funny things were happening. We had, you know, moms who were on the phone and all of a sudden the two kids are in the background, literally killing each other. And we'd say, you know, do we have to take a five minute break so that you're not in the hospital tonight? And, you know, yes. Is that okay? No, not a problem. You know, whose older brother was jumping <laughs> off the sink, you know, trying to be, you know, wrestling mania um, onto the little brother who was in the kitchen. Uh, you know, the dogs were going crazy. You know, all kinds of funny things were happening. And what we got oh, yeah. from this in the beginning, the first two weeks was our team was exhausted. And we realized that trying to have a normal schedule when you are working from home with little ones is not possible. And then add into that potentially the partner or spouse who's home and everybody expects lunch because, well, you're home. So you're going to cook for us. Right. And then you're going to have dinner ready. And, you know, how many times do I have to unload the dishwasher? And if I have to run the dish, you know, the washing machine one more time. I literally just had that conversation yesterday. We started pulling all this together because we were like, wow, you know, this is a real life juggle. And um, so we developed the hashtag MH juggle and uh, the juggle is real. And and we started putting all this out and asking for feedback from our community. And it was just amazing. I mean, so many comments about, oh, my goodness, I'm going through this as well. I didn't think anybody else out there had it as bad as I did. You know, thanks for the tips. People were leaving tips of, oh, hey, this is what I do. You might try it. Um, we got lots of funny stories from our community, you know, Moms that were literally going into the bathroom and locking the door, even though the kids were banging on the other side because they said, I just need two minutes. <laughs> one of our internal customers, one of our employees was literally in her bathroom on the toilet seat. That was her office because there was nowhere. The kids knew not to bother her when she was in the bathroom. So she said, I take all my calls in the bathroom and I lock the door. Um, you know, just funny things that everybody's had to adapt during this you know, unprecedented time. And we wanted to share that with our community. We wanted to be open, honest, transparent. We wanted to have conversation and dialogue and engagement. And it has really been um, super exciting to watch as it's grown. And we're continuing it as we move forward. And we're presented with new challenges each day. And we're, you know, we're just, we're taking it one by one, but we've got some great things coming up as we extend the campaign. And then, you know, from that, we built on that, um, you know, the whole COVID, what do I do when it's time to go to the hospital? What do I pack in my bag? What do I expect? What do I do after the baby's born? Will I get to be able to take the baby for a wellness check? Um, and then even taking care of you. Um, we, we found that this was something that most women were not doing. They were really worried about everyone in the house. They were worried about their coworkers. They were worried about making sure that they were delivering on all cylinders and they weren't taking care of themselves. And so we did um, a yoga series uh, and some wellness, um, did a wellness series as well, just to be able to have this self-care moment of take 10 minutes, take five minutes, even if it's two minutes and you have to go in the closet and shut the door and just breathe deep for two minutes. Um, how can you find little moments throughout the day where you can worry about you and take care of you? Because if you are not well, how you won't be there for everyone else in, in the house. So that has been amazing. Um, we've had 
a lot of great response to it and um, we're able to connect with some really exceptional people out in each of those um, industries, whether it be doctors or doulas or a wellness coach, a fitness trainer, um, really tailoring things for moms who are either pregnant or going or already um, have the baby. It's so hard. I feel like as a mom, cause you feel like in these times, like you're so alone, but if you know, and you can visually see that so many people are in the same boat and so many people, you know, are also hiding in their bathrooms. And if they have no toilet paper, some mom could tell them what to use. <laughs> you know, I like, mean, it comes down to that. It's really nice to have somebody there with you. In the I trenches. think it's, you know, prior to this, right, you know, you're traveling to work during the day or you're, you know, running your errands and you're interacting with people. Um, and in this unprecedented time, you, we were largely at home in the beginning, you know, and it was also not the greatest, you know, weather moment um, slash time of the year. And so I think people just felt really sort of sad. Like I don't have anyone to talk to other than the people who are in my house. And how do I, how do I actually ask some of these questions? And so we opened this forum for them um, and people felt super comfortable sharing. Uh, and it was, it was really quite an experience to see it unfold. That's amazing. I can definitely relate because I'm, I'm pregnant right now and I got pregnant in February. So right before all of the pandemic stuff started happening and I was so, I had a really rough first trimester and I was so nauseous and uh, stuck on my couch anyways, but it felt really lonely for me. So I love that you guys have something that's accessible for women to just, um, if they feel like they don't have anybody, they can at least listen to somebody who they can relate to. Um, where can people find this video series um, all of our listeners, if they want to watch any of these. Sure. So we have um, lots of posts around our, um, the juggle is real. We're on uh, facebook.com backslash motherhood maternity. And then we are also on instagram.com backslash motherhood maternity. And on motherhood, you can find our series that we did on fitness and our mommy and me and meditation. It's on our IGTV. Awesome. Thank you so much. That is so amazing. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. I feel like now I have to go out and I'm going to get Jade all of these, these must haves. So her, her pregnancy this time is a little um, less. That um, would be like the best confining gift. by her old genes. Well, on that <laughs> note, something that we'd like to offer to both of you and to all of your listeners is a 10 off $50 order. And, um, all you have to do is use the code mommies. So, um, we would love for anybody out there in your community who would, has not tried motherhood maternity or has a reason to, um, engage with us again. So it, again, it's $10 off any $50 order. That's so kind thank you of you guys. So much. Yeah. Thank you so much. You're welcome. No problem. It was great to thank meet you guys virtually. And thank you for the opportunity for us to share this with your listeners. Absolutely. Thank you, Marla. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Take care. Have a great day. Thank you so much for listening. You know, we love you guys. And please tell a friend about Mommy's Tell All. Thank you to everyone who has gone to Apple Podcasts and given us a five-star rating and review. It really helps other moms find the show and we are climbing the charts. We'll see you next week. Bye. Thanks again. From the Westwood One Podcast Network. <laughs>